What? Welcome in to WWEGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston. Joined by me, I have the champ, the new champ, Daniel J. Locke, and the former champ, the academic weapon, Noah Phillips. Boo! <laughs> Y'all ain't getting a woo today. Y'all ain't getting no a woo. woo. Y'all no ain't woo getting a woo, it's a boo. Because so, you have sour grapes. Sour grapes, I'll say. The former champ, because this weekend was Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel did happen. Well, this is our music fades out. Um, Crown Jewel happened. Daniel won predictions four to two to two. Me and uh, Noah lost. That's what you get for picking Logan Paul to win by whatever. By count out? Yeah, that's what you get. Bro. Tell me that wouldn't have been a good story, though. Oh, it's starting again. No. <laughs> I hit my phone at the keyboard and it starts again. No. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into our first segment. Wait, I don't get a promo? You want to? Yeah, go, go, go give us one. You get a 30 second promo. All right. So. As we all know, I'm the champ, and you used to be the champ, so you go to the back of the line, brother! Right. <laughs> he just used the, the promo to destroy you. To become a six-time world champion, you gotta lose it sometimes. I haven't even tasted gold yet, so I've been, I've been waiting. I've, I, had to, I had to take that to my car and give it to Daniel <laughs> walking across campus and not even be the champ. So I'm ready. Thank you for your service. I I don't think you'll be a champ for long because AEW f- uh, full gears next week, and I think I have, I think I'm the AEW predictor. That's going to be my forte, I think, because apparently I suck at WWE. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into our first segment here. Let me hit the bell one more time. We're going to do our wrestling flashback of the week this week. Me and the boys watched Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon versus Shawn Michaels. And God himself. We watched every single thing leading up to it. My first note. This whole angle stems from HK beating Vince McMahon at WrestleMania in a no-holds-barred match. Ironic, because their match was also a no-holds-barred match. And Vince, this is peak mad power Vince. And Vince goes, you didn't beat me at WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels. You only beat me because you and God beat me at WrestleMania. Basically said the only reason he beat him because he had help from God, which is ironic because Vince had help from both the Spirit Squad and Shane in that match. Um, it's an amazing match, by the way. <laughs> it's it's awesome. But um, Vince then says he will have to wrestle him and Shane um, with his tag team partner of God at Backlash. This leads to Vinny promos where Vince McMahon goes to church. Um, and mocks Triple H's entrance with holy water as Shane is mortified. Vince walk. I want. I want to mention this. Vince walks into church and he goes, "I've never been in a place like this before." <laughs> no, I think the. I think the other great one is. Wait, this place doesn't take cash. Yeah, yeah. That was what kind house. of business are you running here, God? That's the. That's the other thing I wrote down. He said, "This way." He goes, "I'm gonna leave something on the card," and Shane's like, "Cash only." And he goes, "What kind of establishment are they running here?" <laughs> really makes you think. Really makes you think. Um, Vince also tries to wash his hands in holy water. 
he cuts a promo on at the altar and basically goes, well, God, you and me, we aren't so different. You created the world. I created the WWF. You, you created cre- Adam and Eve. I created The Rock. No, he Stone said Cold. Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan. And well, he, he said, said The Rock too, didn't he? No, he didn't say The Rock. Oh. Daniel, did he say The Rock? Oh, uh, no. And then he goes, because oh, we were talking about this earlier. He hates me. And he's like, and on the seventh day, you rested. I don't really believe in rest. So I have a better work ethic than you. Vince that was hilarious. Burying God. And then he basically, and he, and the funny thing is, he starts, He goes, let me read my Ten Commandments. We cannot read his version of the Ten Commandments on air. No, no, no. he reads it off the back of a signed Vince McMahon. Yes, eight by ten. Picture. I had it's this hilarious. down. He brought it on the eight by, and he gets, he gets the, Shane, it was in Shane's pocket too. He gets Shane to take out the eight by ten to read the, <laughs> and he goes, he ends the segment. This is my favorite part of that whole segment when he, he goes over and he goes, Shawn Michaels, at Backlash, I will unleash the apocalypse on you. And he said, and if I'm wrong, then may God strike me down where I stand. And he waves his hands out, and Shane starts backing up as fast as possible, just waiting for Vince to be struck down. Of course, Vince does not get struck down. Um, the match starts with Vince calling out God and heavenly music. Well, no, no, no. Let me... First of all, Vince says, all right, and Shawn Michaels' partner, he is. Let's try. He's the holy roller. Oh, boy. He's the hipster from heaven. He's uh, the man upstairs. From the kingdom of heaven, please welcome God. God. What? So, kind of, my takes on this, like, obviously, it's very controversial because you have a a wide... Your parents didn't like The Undertaker because of sacrilegious. What did they yes. think of this? They don't know about this. <laughs> like, if I've been watching, um, like, wrestling with my parents and this came on, my parents never would have let me watch wrestling again. Well, I guess it's a good thing. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you've got a wide variety of wrestling fans out there, and I'm sure they lost a good number over this. It's great. Uh, no, it's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. It's but great is TV. it is it highly controversial? Absolutely. Yes. But then again, when has WWE not been highly controversial? Like that's the product we like, and it's what makes it great. So especially since Vince goes, "All right, ref, check him, check him," and then it is like there's just a light, like a, a spotlight, and he goes, "You know what? Screw it." He said, "You can whatever you got in your pocket doesn't matter. This is a whole old." Pod match, and he gives that little Vince like smile. You know what he says? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah." You, you got any thoughts here, Noah? They should have called it something other than "No Holds Barred" match. They should have called it like "No Godly Powers" match <laughs> or something like that. So, of course, this match goes on as HBA basically wrestles. He, he, it's a handicap match. It's Shane McMahon versus Vince McMahon. And the funny thing is, Sean is just wiping the floor with these guys. Until, basically, he's beating them both up, and Shane hits him with a chair shot to the head, busts them open. The McMahon start, you know, beating the crap out of Shawn Michaels to the point where Vince goes, he grabs the mic, and he goes, God, God, where are you going? God, no. God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, God has left the building. He basically said God forsaken his disciple, Shawn Michaels. And then, after hearing this, Shawn powers up, and beats them again 
and is setting up the table spot that he did at WrestleMania where he gets on the table to both Shane and Vince. And then the Spirit Squad comes out, and it's yes. a 1v7 <laughs> with the Spirit Squad just absolutely decimating Shawn Michaels. And, of course, I mean, nobody clutches a 1v7 unless you're, like, seven foot. Like Now, Omar. me personally, I'm clutching a okay, 1v7. Okay, whatever. Especially when it's the Spirit Squad well, and the McMahons. The Heartbreak Kid did not, and Vince pins them 1, 2, 3. Vince McMahon has defeated God is basically what we got here. And Shane McMahon. And Shane. Don't forget that, too. Shane also defeated God. And quite possibly one of the greatest commentary calls I've ever heard after the match. It goes, he defeated God. It was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit squad. That was a Jerry the King Lawler call because, you know, the Father, Vince, the Son, the – oh, my gosh. I cannot – you know what's funny? They asked Jerry Lawler about this in a podcast. He's like, that didn't happen. (laughs) He doesn't remember it. He doesn't remember the God match. How do you forget the God match? That's CTE, bro. The Holy – let me hear that one more time. Let's try – he's the Holy Roller. What? The Holy Roller. What? 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 The whole time, too. If you can hear it in the background, the crowd's like, what? 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 The hipster from heaven. What? God. What? God. Can we, we, I need no. a best God from each of you. Daniel, you go. God. Noah, let me turn on your mic so you don't break it. God. Okay. He's the holy roller from the kingdom of heaven. God. Can we talk about what this kind of set up, though? Yeah, what what did this set up? This set up Durag Vince, if I remember correctly. What? One of the greatest. Really? Yes, didn't it? Because after this, like, he kind of, like, started losing his mojo. <laughs> going into WrestleMania 23, gets his hair cut off. Oh, yeah. Cause, and then he wins the ECW title. <laughs> yeah, because, no, yeah, that makes sense. Because then, soon after this, I think uh, DX reunites. Yeah. Because they were teasing in this match because they did the, the cross chop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, that makes sense. This is the pipeline. Which which eventually... For, in one year, he goes from fighting God to wearing a do-rag. And then uh, leads to Vince McMahon dying. We don't... That's not canon. Yeah. That's yeah. not canon. He gets in a limo when it blows, which is hilarious. And then he's back the next <laughs> and episode. he's back the next week. We won't tell you why he's back, but, you know. Well, I think we're going to end that first. Unless you guys have any last remarks on Vince McMahon and God himself. Daniel is... I lost for words over here. The champ is in shock. Yeah, I mean, this is just one of those storylines that really is just like, did they really think that was a good idea? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> worse has happened. No, yeah, you're not Jeff wrong. Jarrett's an AEW. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, worse has happened, but it's just like Judy wow. Bagwell on a forklift match. Has that happened. was that was a great idea? Vince McMahon said some other controversial stuff that also I can't believe they did that. Mm-hmm. They did the whole Booker T. Storyline with Triple H. Yeah, it's bad. People like you don't become champion. Anything with Eugene. There's a lot worse. Because at least at the end of the day, you can say this was funny. Why are you holding that phone? What is this? Uh, the money's calling. Oh, um, is that what it is? No, it's just because there's a phone. There's a, there's a phone in here that's not wired. I'm going to use that as a weapon and beat you and take the championship for you. Keep talking. So do your parents listen to this podcast, Daniel? Yeah. I'm, they're not gonna like this segment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On top of that, my uh, a good friend of mine was actually like 
walking outside and they're doing uh, fellowship. Oh yeah, I uh, walked on, by him with the title uh, on the thing, and like my buddy was like, "Hey man, you want to join us?" And I was like, "I gotta go to the studio." And then I like thought about what we we're gonna talk about on here, and I was like, "Oh god." <laughs> <laughs> no, but and another we were thing, celebrating God. That kind of goes on to what you were saying. I'm also an adult now. Yeah, so. true. They can't really, but I mean, it's just gonna be funny to listen back to this. And, oh, it'll be funny, know. and they'll be like, "So what is this?" And they'll probably go look it up on YouTube, and I'll hear about it in the morning. The Holy Roller, <laughs> the hipster from heaven. God. Yeah. All right. With that, we're gonna go ahead and end. This will be the end of our first segment. We're gonna go to a quick two-minute PSA break. When we get back, we're gonna hit you with all the coverage from last week from Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0, Rampage. Dynamite and Crown Jewel. So keep that dial right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Welcome back to WWEGL live on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am, of course, joined by my co host, the ever irreverent Daniel J. Locke. The, what did you call yourself? The journalist, what? The what? You said something with journalism before. It was something, you had another nickname. Uh, I don't remember uh, yours. I remember his. This is the academic weapon. I'm trying to think of other words that start with J. Nothing is coming to my mind. It's very clean for the radio. I I swear you came up with something good. We're not the jazzing journalist. Was it the journalistic journalist? The journalistic weapon or something. I don't know. I don't know. You came up with something. Anyway, he's the champ. We're just going to go back and listen to the podcast. You'll be the champ for now on until you drop drop that title. Well, that ain't ever going to happen. Uh, it'll happen soon. When, when's it happening? Soon. Soon? Soon. Soon. Oh, I'm gonna become a two-time champion. And y'all are gonna <laughs> make not the first gonna ever. No y'all are gonna make Twitter blow up, boys. We're gonna we're gonna hot potato this title back to me, and then I'm gonna hold it all the way through WrestleMania. That's the oh, goal. For real? You know what that is? It's called cap. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a cap. The only person in here doing it. I wonder why. Yeah, because all everything you two say is cap. That's why I gotta tell you. No, that. everything you say is cap, which is why you're wearing a cap. No, can we no. Get, can we get back on co- topic? Okay, yeah, all right. Probably, okay, probably girls, you're both probably All right, all right. So let's let's go ahead and ring that bell, and we can get into our recap segment of the week. Ding, ding, ding. Let's start off with the last show, the the show we didn't, the two shows we didn't get to see um, on the last calendar week. We start with SmackDown. Not a lot of ha- happens on SmackDown, legit, because it was all building the Crown Jewel, which we saw the effects of Saturday. Nothing notable. Not a lot notable. Um, Liv Morgan defeats Sonya Deville in a no disqualification match. Did you guys watch that? Yes. That had a great table spot because um, Sonya Deville is trying to like suplex Liv Morgan in the table, and she's like, "No, no." She says, "You know what? Screw it," and just pushes off the ropes, and they both go through the table. It was awesome. Did you watch that match, Noah? You did not answer. I, I saw the spot. I saw the spot. I saw the spot. It was awesome. Um, LA Knight beats Ricochet because the promo basically says everyone's sweat hog and that the announcer sucks and then beats Ricochet by, I think he, not only did he hold the ropes, but he also pulled Ricochet's tights. Yeah, that he dirty. He cheated. That dirty heel. Yeah. Cheating to win. Yeah. How dare he? You know, you know what LA Knight's catchphrase is? Yeah. 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 I don't think I can do it like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, Bray terrible. Wyatt becomes more deranged. He, Some guy cuts him off in the middle of a promo, and he just starts going ballistic on the guy. He's like, you, you don't want to make me. He's like, you need to apologize to me, basically. He's like, I'm, he's like I don't want to hurt you, but when you do stuff like that, it makes me want to go crazy. It makes me want to, you know, 
kind of goes crazy. Um, cuts it comes. Go up, crazy Cadillac. Go Sorry, crazy. I had to. Go stupid. Go crazy Cadillac. Shout they're, out. They're gonna do some great. When is Cadillac gonna begin the WWE? That's a, for real. He'd be such a good superstar. He would. He'd be like Titus O'Neil. He'd be better than that. <laughs> That's setting the bar on the ground. Um, the best part of SmackDown, the New Day came out to confront the Usos and basically said, you guys are about to take our tag team title record of having the longest reign ever. And we don't like that. So next week, it's going to be us versus you for the reign. If you guys win, you become the longest reign tag team type champions of all time. And were you like waving over there, Dan? You do not like this segment? No, I'm hyping myself up. You're hyping yourself up, and he said they would do anything to protect their reign. That they are the, they coming out as the greatest tag team of all time. I really like this setup. I do too. But um, are the New Day oozy enough? That is my question. Yes. What that is, is the question is, that will be answered. So SmackDown's happening Friday. What is your bold predictions for this match? Who do you think wins? Uh, I'm gonna take uh, the Usos. Same. They're gonna I'm be thinking New Day. Enough. I think. Oh, you crazy! Especially after the Raw promo, I think. Well, one, Jay's got an impossible broken wrist, and I think that the Usos will win back the titles. But I think New Day keeps the longest reign. I don't. I don't want to give it to the Usos, man. They don't deserve. Look, I love the Usos, but they don't deserve it like the New Day does. Bro. They don't. But they're gonna book them very strong to make Roman Reigns. I think uh, so too. Amazing. Um, Shanna Baszler aligned with Ross Rousey and just broke Natalia's nose. That happened. Um, so, if you're into the women's title at all there, I'm not really. I don't really like Ronda Rousey or any of the people she feuds with. So. Yeah, I, I like I, Shayna Baszler, though. That was cool when she broke Natalia's nose. But, you know, uh, I'm hoping it leads to Baszler turning on Rousey and taking the title off her down the line. I've never been colder on Ronda Rousey than I am now. Yeah. It's weird. Cause she was kind of cool whenever she first debuted. I agree. Like, with The Rock. Like, that was awesome. But. And when she won the title at WrestleMania and they had the unification between her and, uh, Becky and Charlotte. Yeah, that was cool. That was yeah. good stuff. But this is just not the move. It's not it. It's not it? No. Um, and nope. then finally, in the main event, to end our SmackDown coverage, Guta defeats Rey Mysterio, clean as a whistle, in a great match I had written down. I wrote, I watched this one live. This is one match I catch caught from SmackDown. It was great. Bro, Rey was hitting, like, everything under the table. He hit the 619. The crowd wanted Rey to win bad. I mean, who who wouldn't? Is Ray Mysterio? It was awesome though, because Ray went for like I think Ray went for like another Frankensteiner, and and the finish of the match was Gunther like picks him up and just absolutely chops him into the ground, hits him with the the power bomb for the one two three. It was like a mercy killing. Awesome, because Gun- Gunta, you don't like Gunta? No, I love Gunther. I just really Gunta. hope they continue to push him to the moon. Daring General. He's a future. Uh, dip- I uh, almost said WSOP, but WWE champion. I think so. He's entertaining. Very entertaining. And he's a good wrestler. I like the <laughs> cough button much. Um, and that leads us to AEW Rampage. Did either of you watch this show? I caught the highlights. Did you catch the highlight of Orange Cassidy beating Katsuyori Shibata? That was on the list. That's the only thing that really mattered from the show. I watched that match live because I was like... If you know it was there, whenever I was pogging out to that yeah. being a match, um, that guy Katsuyori Shibata is a freak of nature. I'm just happy to see that he's able to wrestle again. Because do you guys know the story of him? He had a brain hemorrhage in a stroke after a match. Like he had the greatest match of possibly his career, and then collapsed backstage. It was so bad 
that they gave him like a 30% chance of living and they had to cut his head open, take his brain out of his body and put it back in. They didn't even know he would live. And then now he's wrestling again five years later or six or something like that. That is That's actually really cool. He was a former UFC fighter. Well, no, he wasn't UFC. He was like basically mixed martial arts. He was UFC before UFC existed. He, he was, um, oh God, what was it called? Pancras? No, was it in Japan? Yeah. It was, um, God, what is it called? Well, you'll 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 think about it later. If you know. think about it, let us let us know. I'm gonna look it up. But um, yeah, great guy. If you if you do yourself a favor when we get New Japan and when I buy it eventually, I'm gonna make you guys watch some of his matches. He's so awesome. Sure. Hoss match. He's he's the definition of the Hoss match. Um, he couldn't wrestle his full style because obviously, the concussions and stuff like that. Um, was it Pride? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was Pride. Pride was awesome. Pride was awesome. Yeah. Um. Cassidy beats him with the orange punch. Mutual respect after the match. Loved it. Loved everything. They had Mike Tyson on commentary. Awesome. Um, they announced Danielson versus Jericho versus Castagnoli. Claudio Castagnoli versus Sammy Guevara for the ROH title at full gear. How do you guys feel about that one? Fatal four-way match. Not fatal four-way, but four-way. I like it. I think it'll be good. I, I like it. I don't like Sammy Guevara, as I clearly stated before the show started. Danoa. So I'm not really happy with his inclusion because, like, it made sense for Danielson and Claudio to be in the match because Claudio lost title to Jericho, never got the rematch, been on a win streak. Danielson never got his rematch against Jericho after he got screwed for the first one. And they basically said, Jericho, you pick who you want. Jericho's like, I'll pick both of you, but I'm also going to bring my boy, Sammy Guevara. Um, So, but Guevara lost to Danielson. Last week on Dynamite, and then lost in the two out of three false match this week. So it's not looking like the strong competitor. I have a bad feeling that they're going to swerve us, though, and Guevara's going to win the title. Um, other than that, there was a women's match. Baker, Rip Baker, Justin Lee's favorite wrestler, um, and Jamie Hayter, the number one contender, defeated Sky Blue and Madison Rain. It was a nothing. I don't know. I didn't really watch the match. I'm going to keep it a buck. I did not get around to watching that highlight. Just set it up more of Jamie Hayter being the number one contender. Um, here's an interesting one. War Joe, the team of Wardlow and Samoa Joe, defeated the Embassy. Afterwards, Powerhouse Hobbs came out of the match, and I think I don't know if he attacked um, Wardlow this week or just kind of like, yeah, that title's mine, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically setting up a hoss match. You know how I feel, but you know me, yeah, me and Noah, it's awesome man. That's what um, we got in the wrestling. Yeah, I can't say the term I used to say. I don't. I think we're gonna refrain from saying that anymore. Yeah, apparently. Um, it's big cool. men with big chests. Fighting in the ring. Fighting in the ring, smacking each other, you know? Yeah. Um, Say and it, you won't. Big meaty men smacking me. Um, anyway, the, maybe the last one he get out of me. Man, man's about to get fine. <laughs> I had to do it, man. Um, Ricky Starks, finally, in the last segment of Rampage, of anything that mattered, Ricky Starks entered his name to the World Championship Eliminator Tournament. I think he can win the tournament. So How does the tournament work? Um, so what's going to happen is they're going to have, uh, basically it's it's like eight competitors. So they have four matches. They have matches throughout Dynamite and Rampage, and then at full gear they're going to have the tournament final. And the winner of the tournament gets a world title shot at Winner is Coming. You might be like, oh, it's just like setting up a one number one contender. It is a big deal because the last time they did this, John, um, who was it? Kenny Omega ended up winning the tournament and beating John Moxley at Winter Coming at Winter is Coming on TV 
to set up his title reign. And so there's a lot of storylines that could come to play here. Ethan Page is on at one end, who is the firm who turned on MJF, so it could lead to if MJF wins the title, Ethan Page being his first challenger from the firm, the, the thing he created. It could be Ricky Starks, because he said, everyone who's a pillar, this place is going to the crapper, but I'm a superstar, and I'm going to take it. He's awesome. He's a face. Could be Lance Archer. Could be a lot of people. There's a lot of good names in this tournament. We, All right. Are we going to make a pick for it? Uh, you're looking at the mm, – yeah. we can – we don't need to make a pick for uh, – I'll just say this. I think it's either going to be Paige or Ricky Starks. I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston. He already lost. I'm going to go Paige I don't well. care. <laughs> He's, he's going to re... He lost to Paige tonight. Uh, well, uh, that, that was my pick before that happened. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go with uh, Brian Cage. Also, these these picks don't matter um, until we get to... The, well, we'll get the actual tournament yeah, yeah, finals. Exactly. That's just what we think is going to... I think it's going to be Starks and, ha- and uh, Paige in the fina- in the finals with either... I want Starks to win. Starks and Brian Cage is going to be in the semifinal. Yeah, and they've already fought before, and Starks beat them for the FTW title. Oh. Old AEW lore right there. Anyway, um, that's the end of our first little segment there. We're going to go ahead and get to another ad break because it's about to be 9.30. When we come back, you can get into that crown jewel. Yeah, get that crown jewel. No, you ain't got nothing to say Where the big boys play. Where the big boys play. That crown jewel. Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Let me see if I can find the PSA. Anyway, all right. Two-minute PSAs for you guys, and we will be back right after these brief messages. Welcome back to WWEGL, folks, and today on this segment we're going to be talking about WWE Crown Jewel fought in Saudi Arabia where they have that old money. Yeah, that old money, yeah. Old that money. old money, yeah. You know who else had that old money? Who? John Bradshaw. I turned off your mic. Just kidding. <laughs> your mic's back on, by the way. Anyway, Crown Jewel, we'll start off Brock and Bobby. What did you guys think of this match? Ooh. B minus. Great. Um, Bobby absolutely destroyed Brock. Brock barely g- pulled a pinfall out of his tail, and then Bobby destroyed him after the match. Um, damage control regained the tag titles after Nikki Cross interference. Nikki Cross kind of aligned herself with damage control. Not really, but like sort of. Um, that was all right. Um, something I didn't like. Drew McIntyre escapes the cage and defeats Karrion Cross. Talk about bad booking. I mean, look, if you're going to lose, it, I guess that's the way to do it. Like, he escaped the cage. But, like, I just, I just hate cage matches. It's hard to do right, you know? Like, regular cage matches. Yeah, I'm not really the biggest fan. There's a couple of them that are good. And you can do a good one. But, like, two big guys like this? No. No, it just doesn't make sense. Rhea Ripley cost the OC the match with the Judgment Day winning. Um, Rhea Ripley interference with by, like, hitting AJ Styles, which leads to Finn Balor hitting the Coupe de Gras. Um, it was a good match. I I mean, it was the right move. The Judgment Day needs to stay hot. I was kind of sad because I picked the OC. I should have picked the Judgment Day, but I picked the yeah, OC. Yeah, you should have. I knew I should have. I was thinking it, too, and I'm like, mm. um, The Hoss match. The originator Hoss. of the big men match um, ends with Braun Strowman. Power slamming Omos in front of the Saudi Arabian crowd. Going crazy to get the one, two, three. No MVP in Saudi Arabia. He couldn't go. Is there a reason for that? Like religious regions. He might have got persecuted. So that's why we didn't see. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. I'm coming. 
Ain't nobody to stop me. Um, the Usos defeat the Brawling Blutes clean. Clean as a whistle. Just beat them. What do you guys think about that? I love it. I love the Usos. So Usos. I just, watching them win it clean, like I know they're heels, but it just kind of reminds me of the, the old days back in like 2013, 14. You got to win clean every once in a while. And the good thing about the Usos and Roman is like, they can win clean and it's fine because they're that good. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on now for a second. Were you telling me we're going to take the push that we're giving these boys? The, oh God, the brawling brutes, two of the greatest up and coming wrestlers we got as Ridge a Ridge Holland team. is not one of the greatest up and coming wrestlers. You kidding me. But anyway, <laughs> we're just going to kill their push. Yes. We're not even going to like give them something to have. Look, we're just going to kill it. Here's the deal. If it wasn't the Usos on a tear of a lifetime, then maybe. But the thing is, if the Usos are going to lose, they're about to get the, the record for the longest reigning they're, tag team champions of all time. They're having dysfunctional problems inside it, the family. They're not feeling yeah, get, very you know, Usy. You know who wasn't in Saudi Arabia for who? religious reasons? Who? Sami Zayn. And so that's why they were on the same page and went clean. You notice? Sami's not there. They went clean. Yeah, but they still weren't feeling very Usy. Uh, Jay was feeling Usy. Anyway, um, they went clean. Right decision. I love the Brutes, but it's not their time with them. Chasing history, like if anybody's going to take the titles off them while they're in this reign, it needs to be New Day. It makes sense right now. Um, Bianca Belair defeats Bailey in the last woman standing match. I mean, if that's what they want, they're setting up Belair to be this unstoppable champion. That's fine. I'd rather have Bailey win, but I understand the decision. I just don't expect Belair to drop the title just anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think so either. She's going to hold that thing to WrestleMania. Same with Roman, probably. And me. I mean, she could, no. drop, she could drop it at, like, Royal Rumble. Maybe. I don't think so. That, that's when they do it, if they were going to do it for WrestleMania. Yeah, and so she has a chase again. Um, finally, I have written in my notes, Logan Paul and Roman Reigns put on an absolute barn burner um, with ultimately Roman reigning, Roman winning after just everybody getting involved in the match. Nobody hit, like, Logan or anything, but, like, the Usos just basically started beating up uh, Logan Paul's, like, impulsive co-host by ringside. That's like if I was in a match and then you two got thrown out into the crowd. They started beating you up for no reason. Um, then Jake Paul comes Nothing down. Nothing happened before. <laughs> Jake Paul comes down, hits the worst fake punches I've ever seen. He also came down to It's Every Day, Bro. So it's every day. Oh, man. Officially the worst theme in the WWE. We're going to get copyright stricken now because It's of that. every day, bro. We're going to get copyright No, because Five mil on YouTube song. in this month. Yeah, Never done buffo. We didn't play the that song. That don't matter. He greedy. Look look at that big old Pokemon chain around his neck. You telling me he ain't going to copyright somebody singing That's his song? That's not Jake. What did I say? You said big Pokemon chain. That's a Logan who does that. Yeah. That's Jake who sings his every day, bro. Oh. That don't matter. They brothers. Same thing. <laughs> anyway. Um, I wonder if that's the first time so, it's everyday bros ever been yeah. referenced on Weagle. <laughs> Probably Definitely not. not. Solo comes down. They kind of like stare off, and then Logan gets back into the ring. Reigns hits, Superman, Reigns hits a Superman punch, hits the spear. One, two, three. He retains. Logan, Paul, after a great showing. Logan, Paul hit the Superman punch multiple times in this match. I thought that was interesting. He also hit a buckshot lariat. And tore his MCL, meniscus, and ACL. So, 
No more looking Paul for the foreseeable future until he heals up. Daniel, you were Yeah, from- he's messed up. He got hurt very bad, and his leg is going to need like a year. Yeah, sucks. He was good, but also that makes sense because, again, as much as I love Logan Paul, and he's great in the WWE, and he is he is a great superstar. He oh, yeah. make it, he's not going to be wrestling full-time. And the thing is, too, is like, that's proof that, like, again, he's not used to wrestling the wrestling schedule. He's not used to wrestling those type of matches. And so his knee just buckled under it, you know? Because, again, he was going to the walls crazy, you know? But, I mean, he, trade with, he uh, was being trained by Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah. You, you think Shawn Michaels, if you trained with him, you would, you would be ready? No, I think he's ready. I'm not saying he isn't ready, but I'm saying the wrestlers who wrestle every single night, they wrestle a certain style. They, that's why they don't, like, throw everything out at once because they don't want to get injured, you know? When the more yeah. risky stuff you try, the more likely you're going to get injured. True. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good and point. so he's not used to, you know, he's just doing the pay-per-view style of, you know, this is my, you know, I might as well throw everything. And it worked, and I didn't even couldn't even tell he was injured in the match. But it just ended up catching him in the, you know, in the long run he's not used to, you know, the wear and tear hasn't settled in on his body, you know. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I, I'll agree. I'll I'm not agree. saying he's bad. I'm just saying like. No, that's actually exactly what you said. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get into Raw. The 24/7 title is no more. Nikki Cross defeats um, Dana Brooke. Goes to throw the 24/7 title in the the trash, or like just walking and staring at the sky, and it misses the trash can. But. Seemingly, that was to get rid of the 24-7 title. How do you guys feel about that? Especially you, Daniel, as a big R-Truth supporter. I love R-Truth, yes, but the 24-7 title is just dumb. You don't like the 24-7-11, I-65, I-85, South, title. Western Kentucky. (laughs) Western Kentucky. Dana Brooke was all fuming about it on Twitter. Okay, so I'm real interested to see this. Are they going to start, like, uh, ghost checking it, if you know what I mean? Like how people have uh, checked like the uh, King of Knockout Championship or whatever because Butterbean won it. You know what I'm talking about? What? Like the IRL Real Fighting Championship they had at WrestleMania. I have no clue what you're talking about. Where Butterbean knocked out Billy Gunn. Who's Butterbean? I know what you're talking you about. You don't know who Butterbean <laughs> is? No. Oh, I God. know what you're talking about. I don't know what ghost checking means, so I don't know. No, what so like they kept up with the title throughout. So like whoever Butterbean lost to. That, that person became the champion and ended up, like, being passed on to, like, Muhammad Ali. Oh. Or, yeah, or, or Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I know what you're talking beat. about. Where they do, like, the official thing where it's, like, yeah. this is – because I saw this where it's, like, the gauntlet. So, it's, like, like college football. Like, this person won the first game, so they won the gauntlet. But every time they lose, it's – yes. Yeah. They yeah. could they, do that. They need to do that. That's where we find the unofficial 24-7 champion. That needs some, – uh, if somebody on Twitter, if you feel well, so inclined, we're going to have that happen soon because – they're gonna. I'm sure. I seriously doubt Nikki Cross is gonna be the last person standing in the um, War Games match because they also announced that on Raw that the women's War Games match is gonna be Team Bianca Belair with Alexa Bliss and Oscar and probably two other people that we don't know yet versus Team Daniel's Control with Nikki Cross. Um, the New Days and the Usos also hyped up their match on Raw in a fantastic promo. Did you guys watch the full promo for this? Yeah. The New Day basically were like. You know, you guys, you guys, this is just another check and think. This, for us, it's history. How important it was to them, how they, you know, basically put this up and were given a terrible gimmick and were had the, didn't know they were going to have a job every time and were second. They were first-generation superstars. While they were second, the Usos were. 
I really like that. I like the Usos back and forth. I like when Riddle came out and he's like, bro, you want to hit my bong? Talking about his bong goes. Um, and then, you know, um, and then, and then when uh, Jimmy starts hitting Riddle's bongos, he's like, bro, you know the rules. Tap, tap, pass. Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't stop hitting the bongos. It was very funny. He also, Jimmy hit Umaga's theme on the bongos. <laughs> great moment. Um, Umaga. Mia Yim, Keith Lee's wife, great wrestler, also known as Jade and Impact, is back in WWE helping the OC. She's Woo-hoo. the answer to Rhea Ripley. Thought that was great. Yes. Um, any thoughts of that for you boys? Yes. Love it. Love it. Oh, I think you're right. The OC is getting woman to combat Rhea Ripley. Yep. Makes but, sense. Because they can easily push this feud into the moon and make it a uh, War Games match, which is something they definitely need to do. Yep. We find out that The Miz has hired Dexter Loomis and beats Johnny Gar- um after Johnny Gargaro shows like fake footage and beats him via um, hitting him with a uh, turnbuckle and then pinning him while the ref isn't looking. And then finally, we had... Seth Rollins, open challenge. Looks like he's going to get answered by Ali. Ali gets destroyed by Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley comes down before the bell starts happening. Beats the crap out of Seth Rollins because he said, you cost me a U.S. title, and Brock did. Then Austin Theory comes out, cashes in the money in the bank. Looks like he's going to win it. Bobby Lashley, at the last moment, pulls the ref out of the ring. Austin Theory's like, you ruined it. Bobby Lashley then (laughs) destroys Austin Theory, walks away. Austin Theory barely beats the 10 count, gets stomped by Seth Rollins, and loses the money in the bank. I was glued to my TV. This was a great segment. It what was. did you think? It made Bobby look like an absolute monster. Like, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with him next. But you know who it made look terrible? Austin Theory. People, The people that say, uh, is your future of the company? You can't book them like that. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Because here's the difference. Austin Theory was the future of the company. When Vince McMahon was in charge. For Hunter, he is not the future of the company. First of all, Austin, it makes sense storyline-wise because Austin Theory wasn't even supposed to be in Money in the Bank. Vince threw him in in the middle of the match, and he won. It was a crap win. Um, You knew he couldn't beat Roman and stuff, and it makes sense why he lost because he's sympathetic now because he cashed on Seth. He's going to win, and it makes sense why he cashed on Seth because everyone was telling him, like, you can't beat Roman. So he went for another title, and then Bobby destroyed him. They, they need one heck of a storyline to make Austin Theory. Look, Austin Theory is going to be a mid Carter, and he'll eventually work himself back up. And he's young; he's like twenty four. He has years. Yeah, there's but, been a lot of people who have unsuccessfully cashed in and been fine. There's been some that's who? been buried. John Cena. John Cena was already established. So Austin Theory is not established. There's yet. five people. It's Baron, uh, Damian Sandow. Baron's fine. He's with JBL now, and uh, there was somebody else. Oh, Braun Strowman, unsuccessfully cashed in. So there you go. Yeah, I think it was fine. I think yeah. it was good. I Braun think Strowman. Was, I think it's had the get look. away with the money in the bank because everyone knew Theory wasn't going to win anyway. So it was better shock value, and it, and it worked. And now Theory's going to fight Bobby, or he's going to feud with Seth. I think he should have kept it for a little bit longer. And went down to NXT <coughs> yeah, and beat Braun Breaker whenever they wanted him to come back up. The, the, the only the, problem I have with it is I wish Seth would he would have like tried to go for like Gunter's title or Braun. I get that it was Seth. The thing was he already had won the U.S. title, so it's like to me it's like why would you go for that again? But you know. Um, anyway, with that being said, I think we're going to our last little PSA break, and we'll be back 
We'll finish out with NXT 2.0 and AEW Dynamite. And we are back in our final segment here on WWEGL. We've got two more shows to talk about this week. NXT. Uh, there's not much to talk about on NXT. I'm going to keep it a buck. Did any of you watch NXT this week? No. Um, JD McDonough beats Axiom. Axiom has a really cool entrance if you haven't seen that. It's like a superhero. It's like the Flash when he's running around. It like slow mo's like fume, 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 fume. He beats Axiom being a ref stoppage for injury. And then JD McDonough gives a promo and he's like, You're lucky I showed mercy, so he has a brief injury. I could have broken his leg or some crap like that. Dominic Dijakovic is coming back. That's very exciting. If you guys don't know who you should look him up. Great wrestler. He was terrible, given a terrible gimmick on the main roster and never used. Um, Vaughn Wagner and Braun Breaker next week in a Haas match for the NXT title. And Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire next week. I think in like some type of like, I don't know, it's some type of stipulation. I don't know what the stipulation is for the NXT women's titles. Looks like you're setting up Creed Brothers versus Sangha and Veer. I don't know. All these terms sound probably sound foreign to you guys, don't they? I don't know who I don't know who Veer is. Well, Veer is back in NXT with another yeah. uh, um, guy who you used to team with, and they're going to fight the Creed brothers. Um, William Regal's son, Charlie Simpson, beats RJ Chase via Duke Hudson throwing in the towel. I'm kind of glad like that because um, Charlie Dempsey is a technician. He's very fun to watch. I'm very excited to see what he does um, and what he does in his matches, and I'm glad he's still with WWE. Joe Gacy defeats Cameron Grimes um, after Ava Rain, the Rock's daughter, interferes. Um, Joe Gacy is finally wearing normal ring gear instead of wearing a pastor suit, so that's cool. Um, Carmella Haynes versus Wesley for the North America Championship soon. They're setting that up. And um, Katana Chance and Caden Carter retain their NXT women's tag titles. Um, Zoe Starks turns heel on Nikita Lyons after the match. The big I bad booty hilarious. daddy. The big bad booty mommy, I guess would you call her. Oh, um, uh, what? Getting turned heel on. Uh, it was, what? I'm glad they're setting that up because I like Nikita Lyons and I think she's a future NXT Women's Champion. I love she's a future. It was a really good tag match. It made sense that um, Chance and Carter were the legit team, so it made sense they retained. Um, but uh, yeah, they Starks turned heel at the end of the show. That's basically it. Let's get into Doinamoit. Just happened. FTR and the Acclaimed beat Swerve and Our Glory in the Guns in a eight-man tag team match with basically every... I like the way they're setting it up. I kind of wish they were setting up like a fatal four-way between these teams, but they're not. But um, they're definitely setting up FTR versus the Acclaimed down the line while the, you know, they're fighting Swerve and Our Glory right now. And I think the Guns are going to challenge for the ROH tag titles, which is it's very interesting to watch this match is knowing the Acclaimed's manager is Billy Gunn, and he basically forsaken his own sons. So... um. MJF cut a promo on Pardon My Take um, on John Moxley, basically saying that Moxley is great, but he is an actual champion. He's the guy who's going to go to interviews and stuff like that, and this is going to be a once-in-a-generation crowning where he's going to bring back legitimacy to wrestling, and he's going to win at full gear, legit. No diamond ring, no firm, no nothing, um, and that he's staying away until full gear. Um, Ethan Page defeats Eddie Kingston. After Stokely Hathaway interferes with the ref, stops the ref from seeing Eddie Ethan Page tap, he ends up defeating Eddie Kingston with a razor's edge from the top rope. You know what that is. Right? You know what? Yep, basically. Um, Wardlow destroys Arya Davari, because why not? And then 
gives a promo because um, Powerhouse Hobbs comes out and he's like, you're not taking my title. No one's taking my title. You know what? I'm taking every title because I can, because I'm a monster, because I'm a beast. He's like, I'm taking everyone's titles. And then Samoa Joe hears that and he's like, what would you say, fool? Boom. Hits him with that TV title. Chokes out Wardlow. Makes him look like a kid and holds up both titles. Looks like we might have a triple threat. Hoss match between Samoa Joe, Wardlow, and Powerhouse Hobbs. And let me tell you, boys, I'm all here for it. Dude, Samoa Joe is so good. He's not as good as he's came back. He's definitely shown yeah. – he's great. He's a phenomenal yeah. wrestler. I think now he's gotten older, and he's definitely gotten, like, shown some wear and tear. But his presence. But his presence is so good. What do you think about this? The Hoss match. Triple threat Hoss match. I love I gotta, I got to get a sound effect and be like, Hoss match on here or something like that. Cause we do. There's so many Hoss matches that happen. You're not wrong. Hoss match. Um, Where are we at? Oh. FK um, Soraya, formerly known as Paige, is set to wrestle her return match versus Britt Breaker at Full Gear. They cut some promos. Um, it was nice. Jay Lethal beats Trent Beretta after just attacking him before the bell. Afterwards, um, Jeff Jarrett comes out and cuts another promo. It'll be Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. 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 My world. Jeff Jarrett. And uh, what were you saying? That's the TNA theme? Yeah. That's his theme in AEW, too. Um, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal versus Darby Allin and Sting. In a guitar it's, and a pole no, match. No, <laughs> it's not a guitar and a pole match. It's a normal You know you want it match. to be, though. Um, they had a promo about the Elite coming back. Um, that basically looks like they were setting up to come back with full gear. They never said when they were coming back, but they had all the full gear stuff behind them. Um Moxley cover promo on MJF basically saying, yeah, you're like me, except you're a kid. Moxley! That's basically it. Basically, he was like, yeah, you're a lot like me, but you're kind of full of crap, so you're also a kid. I'm going to beat you. Full gear. You're a kid. You're a kid. In a man's world. And I'm a man. Who loves to play little boys. Such a great promo. That's a joke, by the way, for all the viewers out there. Jamie Hayter defeats Sky Blue with Tony Storm at ringside, setting up their match once again at full gear. Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. I'm kind of looking forward to for that one. Um, Murder Hawk, Lance Archer, attacks Ricky Starks, his, I think his first opponent in the first round of the um, World Title Eliminator Tournament, says, everyone dies, referring to the tournament, and walks off. And then finally, Sammy Guevara versus Brian Danielson, two out of three falls. Guevara getting his butt whooped. Grabs a chair and just chunks it at Brian Danielson's face. We all saw it. That was crazy. Um, Brian Danielson wins the first wall by a DQ. Juara quickly wins the second fall, and Brian wins via submission. Um, that's that's all we got. What do you what do you what do you guys think about that? I don't think it's right that we're throwing chairs at people. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I especially lo- people with a history of concussions. I, I love brutality, yeah. dog. Of course you do. The other thing is, too, why is Danielson still doing the uh, flying goat? Because why not? Because he is the goat. No, but like where he, that flying headbutt. Flying headbutt. That yeah. the man who should not be named well, used to do. Well, Danielson does it a lot safer than the man who who should not be named. He's still doing that. it. I don't care. Danielson's awesome. Yeah. Argue with a wall. Exactly. I, that man could do no wrong. I get shut down. 
on this radio show so much. Argue with the wall. You're not even the champion anymore. You don't get your opinion. In two weeks. I will be the champion. I'll be a two-time. 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 WWGL champion. I'll let our I'll let our champ close us out here tonight. This has been WWEGL. I'm Daniel Locke, champ. Are you doing the actual outro or are you just gonna give some remarks? Oh. Because if you want to do the outro, we gotta hit the outro button. Alright, let's do it. This has been WWEGL. I'm Daniel Locke, and we'll see you next week. As for me, Noah Phillips and Logan Hurston. Come back later. Woo! You can follow Daniel Locke on Twitter at Daniel J. Locke. You can follow Noah Phillips on Twitter at Noah, tell your story. Noah underscore Phillips at 64. No, wait, no. Noah underscore Phillips 64. No G? Okay, anyway. And you can follow me on Twitter at Logan Hurston. Um, keep following the WWE things. If you miss any part of the show, it will air on all your podcast players of choice. This has been it for WWGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. And we will see you guys next week. Oh my god, it's a chair! <laughs>